Hello and welcome to another Miss P Speaks podcast episode. My name is Tommy and it's so glad to have you guys here. So um, on today's episode, I have an amazing guest in, you know how you have situations in life where you hit rock bottom, where it seems like all hope is lost and everyone around you tells you, pack it up and go. You even look at the situation and you're like, well, yeah, I need to pack it up and go. But you just have that push. You just have that desire to keep pushing and moving forward in spite of whatever situation is going on. That's the story of my guest today. And I hope you guys enjoy and are able to take something out of this episode. So without further ado, sit back, grab a drink, and let's get right into it. So hi, um, Tab. Uh, it's great to have you on here. I am so excited to have to share your story with my listeners. Um, it's one that is something that everyone that is going through life can somehow relate to. So um, if you don't mind, please introduce yourself. Yeah. And we yeah. can chat. Yeah, first, thank you very much for having me. It's uh it's an honor, and I, I mean that sincerely. Um, you, you know, just to give you um, a little bit of who I am, um, I've, um, you know, I, I guess first and foremost, the thing that's most important is I, I'm a, a father of four and a grandfather of seven here pretty soon. So, Oh, wow. Not, <laughs> not too bad for a guy that's still 55. So, you know. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So, um you know, that's, that's the thing I always say is, you know, that's what I'm most proud of is, is, is that, um, you know, everything else work and that stuff is secondary to that. But, but as far as kind of my, my, who I am is a, a person or a business person or whatever, because so much of my life is tied to that. Um, I founded uh, Caliber Security Partners in 2010. And we're, we're 10 years old. We're a cybersecurity services firm. Um, I'll, I'll just leave it at that because um, I, I could spend a lot of time explaining what that what that really means. Yeah. But but I also but I also sit on the board of um, several companies, uh, three different companies, and I'm in the process of starting another company. So so a lot of what I do, um, you know, the my, my greatest my biggest learning experience of my career in my life was was probably over. Well, it probably ended about 14 months ago, but it was just an absolutely traumatic uh, kind of business recovery that I had to do at Caliber. Mm. So um, nice to meet you. And uh, so you mentioned this traumatic experience that thankfully ended about 14 months ago. Um, do you mind sharing that experience? Yeah. You know, it's it's funny. I. I love sharing the experience now. I hated living through it. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting how that goes. So, um, so about, I don't know, about three and a half, well, it's probably about four, I keep saying three and a half years ago, probably about four and a half years ago now. Yeah. Um, 
we, we had um, a series of things happening at Caliber. Our revenue was at the highest it had been that, up to that point. Um, we, were, we were just doing what I thought was just phenomenal. And um, that's kind of when the learning or the lessons started to kind of come, come in. We had, a, we had a contract with a client that, uh, where we had eight people on site um, that was supposed to be renewed, and we kept waiting for that. Um, but we had eight people sitting, kind of doing nothing for about eight weeks. Um, we took out a bad loan to, to help us cover that while, um, while that contract came in that ultimately never came in. Um, and then the realization that we had a business unit that was just not um, successful. So all three of those things kind of um, cascaded onto each other or dominoed or whatever. And then basically, um, my, at the time, um, accountant who is, um, you know, now four and a half years later, um, within the next couple of months, will we'll be the president of the company. Uh, because he, he basically assisted in the turnaround. Um, but, you know, he came to me and said, hey, we, we've got some real problems. And he started laying it out. And, and I, I said, yeah, you know, that's not a problem. That's not a problem. And, and he finally kind of pushed me and said, you need to listen. We're going to die if you don't listen. Mm-hmm. So I listened. I listened, but not with, 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 uh, ears of intent. It was more of I'm listening, and so I can rebut what you're saying, right? But mm-hmm. but it, but as he talked, I, I kind of immediately kind of had this flush of fear. <laughs> all of this, yeah. all of these emotions come over me. We had to make a lot of changes, but and, and in a very very short period of time, um, I had a I had a business owner at the time who uh, ended up leaving the company um, because of it all, but. When all was, when all was said and done, we were seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars in debt wow. to eighteen different creditors, and that's a significant amount of money for a small business. And we spent we spent about three, a little over three years recovering from that. And and um, you know there was, I mean, I could go on and on about the trauma uh, that I felt during that three-year period. And the interesting thing is, and um, you know, off, off of the air, you and I were talking about my book, that, yeah. the book that I wrote, um, mm-hmm. it's called Upsurge. Um, the full name is Upsurge, Wreckage to Triumph, Rebuilding Your uh, Business and Personal Life. And, and the reason why I say that is, you know, I didn't set out to write that book um, with some great vision that a pandemic was coming and that people were going to need it. I, mm-hmm. I, but the timing of my releasing that is, is really helping a lot of people because what I went through mm-hmm. is what people are going through right now in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah. It's, it's fear. It's feeling like a failure. You feel like a fraud. You're vulnerable. You're depressed anxiety, all of those things were things I felt for the better part of three mm-hmm. years as I, as, I, as I basically tried to pull myself out. Yeah, that's, that's intense. And 
I'm glad that you have this book out at this time. I know a lot of businesses, especially small businesses, are having to deal with a lot with everything that is going on with the pandemic and trying to rebuild, um, especially during the time of the shutdown and all of that. So you having this book that will be like a guide to help people see how you were able to come out of it is something that I know will be very helpful to other businesses. Um, but what do you feel like was the mistake that got you guys into trouble or was it just things that were beyond your control? No. <laughs> oh, that'd be easy. It'd be great if I could blame other people. It was his fault. It was their fault. <laughs> I don't, don't have that luxury. Um, it, you know, the, the biggest thing was being over optim, overly optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, a, I'm an optimistic person, but, but one of the, one of the things that, that I, I realized, um, in the process was as great as being optimistic is if you don't ask yourself really good questions, that optimism can get you in trouble. So, you know, when we took out that bad loan, you know, the optimism was, hey, we're, you know, we're going to get this, we're going to get this uh, contract in from our client and um, that's going to cover everything because it would have. Um, or, you know, hey, we, we can fix that bad business unit. Um, you know, th- that's the optimism. But the, the good questions of going through a process, which I learned to develop over time was, was a real strong process of how I asked myself great questions. If if I would have done that, I would have been I would have had a better level I, I would have had tempered optimism or I would have had um I hate the term realism because I think realism is just a a um a pessimist way of trying to make them sound better. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would have had a a more real view and clarity of what was going on. Um, mm. and, and so that's, I, I really feel that that was the thing that, that really kind of pushed us into where, you know, the trouble. Yeah. So what do you, what would you say is the best part of the recovery process? Oh, you know, the, the pause <laughs> wasn't like, what is it? It was like, it, it is, it's just this like momentary like joy of just mm. thinking about that. Um, you know, there was there was a a lot, a lot of obstacles. Uh, there was a lot of things that I, that we had to overcome. There was, I mean, emotional breakdowns that I was having. It was, you know, worried about you know, people coming after us and that hard money lender, I mean, like really worried that they were going to do everything short of breaking my kneecaps. Um, and I mean, real worried. Um, mm-hmm. the, the best part was looking back. I mean, we, for, for us, it was a literal, here's the last, it wasn't a check, but, you know, here's the last ACH where we pay him. That doesn't sound as good, but it was like, Here's the last check that we have to pay that hard money lender where we had no debt. Mm. And, and that, you know, it, it took me a while for that to really sink in. But, you know, as I, as I really started to reflect, you know, it was almost like I was looking at, like I, I felt like I was on a mountaintop. I was just really felt great. 
and I was able to look down into the valley and see all of the obstacles that I overcame. Mm -hmm. And it was just a realization that, um, and, and this is, this is a future plug for my next book. Um, mm. It was that I had the ability to outlast everything. Um, and, you know, and, and that, that was a great feeling. I mean, it's a, it's a great feeling now to look back and say, I'm a better business person. I'm a better person. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, um, I'm confident. I, I'd never experienced anything in my life um, like that. Yeah. Um, some sort and, of relief that you've been through it and then now you've come out a better stronger person you've uh, overcome obstacles you never imagined you'd have been able to yeah. go through yeah and, and that's something i would i would tell people is you know as as horrible and painful and brutal and you know all of the emotions that you have you know about 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 who you are and about how you feel and all of that, all those are things I felt um, when, I'm not going to say if, but when you go through that storm and you come out the other side and there's clarity and, and you realize it, you, you'll, you'll have probably one of the greatest experiences of your life. And that's, that's to realize that, you know, pretty much everything else that comes my way, I'm going to be able to handle because I handled that. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I mean, for me at, at 55 years old, you know, I mean, I am, I mean, there, there's been a lot that's happened to me, but that's, that's the worst. Yeah. And so I look at it and I'm like, I don't think anything else is ever going to, you know, knock on wood, knock, knock. Um, I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. think anything's going to come Nothing up. Nothing else can break you. So you know how they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So you yeah. feel like now you've conquered this. I can, yeah. I can go through anything. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's, those are just sayings, right? What, you know, mm -hmm. until you go through it and then you live it and you're like, wow, that, that, it's not just a saying. It, that is absolutely real. It's true. Mm. Yeah. So at the beginning of, all of this conversation, you mentioned that what you're most proud of is your family. Yes. Um, how did your family walk you through this process? You know, sometimes... Um, you know, some people, they just have family that it's your problem. You got yourself into this. It's your business, but you sound so proud of your family. And I can imagine that the support was great. So would you like to share what it was like with having your family just be there for you and support you through this whole time? Yeah, I, I would love to. The, the first chapter of my book um, is, uh, is written by my wife. Um, because I had asked her to write it because I, I, I felt like a spouse or somebody close needed to, needed to hear um, what that person went through, watching this person go through, the fear that they had, the anxiety, all of that. You know, for her, she, you know, just, um, she absorbed a lot of it. And it wasn't until afterward where, where I realized that, Boy, she'd gotten really beat up, and um, and the the great thing is, is you know we were close before, but boy, we're way closer now. The first thing that happened when I first found out how bad it was, um, so I I don't watch TV. I I shouldn't say I don't watch TV. I very rarely watch TV, and if I do, I I 
if I'm if my wife wants to watch a movie, I have to I have to ask her about fifty times what's going on, what's going on because I'm, <laughs> I'm working on stuff. I, I I just can't sit still and do that. But for about a two week period of time, when this all happened, I I went home. I'd go home after work or on the weekends or whatever, and I would sit in this lazy boy chair with the TV on and. She would be sitting next to me, and I would say absolutely nothing because nothing. I was so, I was so, I was so beat up, and I was so worried. And every, you know, it's, it's always interesting. Every possible scenario that that could happen played through my head, except for you know the good ones. Those scenarios didn't play. It was just the bad ones. But but for her, the support she gave me was phenomenal. The the um the anguish i think she felt um and not having somebody you know i i had somebody to to kind of help me heal she didn't have that and that, that's probably one of my biggest regrets is that you know i didn't i didn't have that clarity um my i i have three sons and a daughter and they all did what they could do but um but they, you know, they're, they're, you know, my, my daughter isn't married, but the other three are married and, you know, two have children and, they, you know, they have their life and they, they did what they could, but, you know, mm-hmm. it was somewhat limited, you know, and, oh, and during all of this, mm. I don't know how I tend to forget this. My, my mother um, lived with us and she had had coronary heart failure. Oh, and so we were, we were going, we were, it's, I, I, I laugh because it was, it's almost like one of those like relief laughs, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Yeah. But but um she passed away about two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, but there I mean, my wife and I were were pulling, you know, we were going through all of this and then sleeping for three hours, the other person would get up and I mean we were getting by like three or four hours of sleep a day. So it was all this crazy stuff going on and you know, but but part of the probably some of the greatest joy I had mm-hmm. was um, all of my all of my, I was going to say all of my grandchildren were young. Well, they still are young, <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, just to have you know like my grandson or you know my granddaughters at the time just kind of come up and you know totally unaware of what's going on, but just yeah, kind of innocent. Yeah, and just you know, it's just that that innocence exactly. That just that really really helped a lot. Yeah, yeah, that is. Um, it's just so like the importance of family is you can't even explain it. Whenever you go through tough times, because friends they don't owe you anything. <laughs> they yeah. don't owe you anything as much even your family they don't owe you anything but to know that you have them is just it's a relief in itself yeah okay. yeah it really is and, and you know what's interesting is um uh, i i had i had a lot of people that didn't, that had suggested you know we thought why don't you should file bankruptcy and close your business down well we owed a quarter of a million dollars to the IRS. We don't anymore, but we did. And the IRS doesn't forgive debt. So the thing that brought me the greatest pain was also my greatest hope of mm-hmm. paying the IRS back. And that was my company. And so I had, I had people saying, ah, oh, you know, you should, you should just shut down, just close the doors and start over. And um, 
but those people, that was the advice, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. not everybody, but, but some, and you, you know, I, I found that I, um, I had few really, really good, true friends that were, that were going to be there. And, and I, I don't blame them. I, it was just kind of a lesson learned. Yeah. Um, so you had so many people tell you quit. You had the debts that were piling and looked like, wow, this is how much I owe. What kept you positive? Because you realized that it was the optimism that made you, you know, get to the point where you were. So what just still kept you being optimistic and staying and saying, I can get through this? You know, optimism grows. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the feeling in the, uh, that you have the ability to, you know, overcome something grows. Um, you know, pe- people would say to me, you know, um, boy, you know, you were such a warrior going through that um, and, you know, handling all of that. And for, you know, for a long time, I felt like I was, you know, I was a warrior going into battle every day, dragging my sword. I mean, I didn't have the strength to pick it up. I had the ability to get it, go into the office and work, but I didn't have the ability to pick up that sword. What, what gave me, what started to give me a belief and hope was, um, you know, I don't think I've ever mentioned this to anybody, but but it was, I think it was, you know, people kind of pushing me up, you know, pushing me into a corner, um, mm-hmm. creditors wanting their money. And, and I, I, for a long time, I felt, I felt weak and powerless because I owed them money. And, it, you know, and I was going against the original agreement that we had. Some of those people were friends, you know, and I was like, man, what kind of friend am I, you know, that, you know, I'm doing this and, you know, and I had every intention of paying everybody back. Like I said, we did, but mm-hmm. but it didn't. It never go the way that anybody planned. And and probably what gave me the greatest I don't know if it was optimism or belief or whatever was just finally when I, I realized two things. One was that I actually held all of the power. I was mm-hmm. giving my power to those creditors because I owed them money. But the truth was, is once I realized that, hey, yeah, I owe you money, but guess what? The person that holds the key to your money is me. I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to be rude. I'm not going to be ruthless or anything else. Mm-hmm. But I will, I will be strong and I will be stern. And I will tell you, here's the plan to pay you back. And oh, by the way, we're, so it's a very conservative plan. We've gone really conservative with this, but we still feel that there's a chance that we might miss payments. And they hated to hear that. And we would say, it just is what it is. It is what and, it is. <laughs> yep. And we gained, we gained power. I gained power because of that. And the other thing um, that, I, that I learned was that, you know, in our lives, there is the star actor, which is ourself. Then there's supporting actors or lead actors, you know, like my, mm-hmm. my, my, my wife the lead actor and my kids, you know, then there's supporting actors and actresses. And then there's all these bit actors and the bit actors in many cases were, you know, you know, even like the U S you know, the, the, um, the IRS that I owed a quarter of a million dollars to, they were a bit actor, you know, the revenue officer that we had, she was great, by the way, don't ever let anybody tell you the IRS is horrible. Those people worked with me phenomenally, but they, they were really a bit actor. 
because they're gone. They're out of my life. And so my thing was, is I'm going to give a bit actor as much of my time and energy as I can to help them get what they want and to help me get there. Mm. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to freak out. I'm not going to, and those are the things that I did. I mean, I would beat myself up. Oh man, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe that experience happened. I'm, I'm such a horrible person for letting it reach this point. And, yeah. You know, um, and there, there's, a, there's a guy named Trevor Mouad who wrote a book um, called It Takes What It Takes. And, um, and he talks really well about, about, you know, having neutral thinking and, and being, you know, starting where you are. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really impactful. And that's, it's really true. You know, you are where you're at. So don't focus on the past about what you could have done or what you should have done or, you know, how horrible you were or even how great you were. Think, you know, focus on where you're at now and keep an eye on the future only as it pertains to what you can accomplish now. So those are the things you kind of learned. Yeah, that was amazing because what I took from that is don't focus on the past, take your power back because when you focus on the past and the situation, you're giving power to that situation and just focus on the future and where you're going. So that is amazing. People think, people sit back and say, well, I'm this way because my parent, you know, I was raised by in this Mm -hmm. way. I was raised in that way. You were, you were, it's past. That, that doesn't have to be who you are today. Exactly. The same thing goes if you were, and I wasn't, but you were the star quarterback of your high school football team, you know, and you could sit back and say, oh, I was so great. I did this and I did that. And mm-hmm. all these things, that, man, I was great, but who cares? True. You know? <laughs> it's about what oh. you are right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, so, you know, you, you know, Focus on where you're at right now and build off of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's, it's so sad and it's so strange that here we are right here, right now. And the two places we, we spend the most time in our mind is in the past and on the future. And like very little where we're at. True. That, seems, that seems odd. That is so true. Um, this has been an amazing chat and, um, to wrap up, I just have one question Well, it's going to be a question that is wrapped up with a lot of stuff. So throughout this conversation, I kept writing down (laughs) a lot of things. So you mentioned a few words, you said fear, failure, vulnerability, anxiety, miserable, weak, and powerless. These were things that you felt during your downtime. But now your business is back up, is doing great. You're about to start a new one. You're on the board of another, you know, all of this amazing stuff. So these were feelings that you felt um, in the past three years. And over the past 14 months, I'm sure these feelings have changed. How do you feel right now? Oh, I don't feel vulnerable and I don't feel like a fraud and I don't feel like a failure. I don't. I don't have anxiety. Um, so what that does mean, um, you know, I still get doubt because my, my goals and things like that are, are higher, but I'm quicker at getting myself out of those negative thoughts. Um, so now, you know, 
I, I would say I have a more pure joy and happiness because of what I experienced. Um, I have a lot more empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, you know, um, I would like to think that I always cared about people, but I think I have a deeper um, uh, relationship with that than I did before. But, you know, there, there's a lot of times when, you know, now I just kind of stop and I'll think to myself, you know, right. And I should have done this back then more. I did do it some, but I should have done it more. And that's to think that right here and right now where I'm at, everything is okay. Mm. Everything is okay where I'm at. Even, even if, you know, and, and you know, I, I've just learned, you know, to, to stop and to feel those blessings and to, you know, absorb them. Mm. And, you know, I think that's the big difference. Yeah, that sounds great. I am so glad that you were able to have a story that turned around. Um, A lot of people would have given up. A lot of people have given up, but you pushed through and it's a very admirable story. And um, I definitely will be getting your book. Uh, It's called Upsurge, Wreckage to Triumph, Rebuilding Your Personal and Business Life. Um, I know your story inspired this book. How do you feel or what have been some responses that you've gotten from the book that helps you feel like it's all worth it? You you know, I'll try to be brief. It's not something I'm really good at, Um, (laughs) but but I'll try. There's, there's, a few that that have really come out. Um, there's more than that, but two that just really jump out at me. One was an individual that um, that uh, I, knew, I I've known him for a long time, but but in a business sense, somewhat casually. And he read the book, and he came back to me, and he said, "Hey, can we talk? Because I don't tell people this, but a lot of what you talked about, I'm experiencing right now. And, um, you know, he said, I, I, you know, and his big thing was, is that, you know, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a very open person. So I'm like, Hey, this is everything that's going on. And for him, um, just hearing that somebody else had gone through that Mm -hmm. was really meaningful. The the other one um, I just got back from, uh, and I love this. In the in the day of in the days of COVID, Billings, Montana is like I'm not wearing a mask. Oh, okay, um, but um, I, they fly me out, or I fly out there, and I give a presentation to a company of about I think it was about 25 people there, and um, uh, one of the women in it came up and said. Hey, my my mom and dad got a hold of your book, and you know they're going through it right now. And my mom has been in tears. She's been, you know, like somebody else is going through this. And she's like, she really wanted to be here today, but she couldn't, and because this was a work event. But she really wanted to, and she just wanted me to tell you that. And and I just said, hey, you know, let's let's go out and grab coffee, and you know, I'll talk to her. We ended up going to dinner and we spent hours, my wife and I spent hours with them. And just, just to hear what it meant to her and what they're going through, um, you know, that was meaningful. You know, it's funny. They, they looked at it as like, you know, I was this 
author who is taking my my time out of my busy schedule to you know to meet with a fan that's how they looked at it and, I, wow. and you know and and I looked at it as you know you're taking time out of your day to you know validate me and validate what I've done and I was so appreciative of that and I kept saying that and you know anyway so th- those are those are the things that I think you know a couple of them that have really jumped out well, that's amazing to know that you're making an impact and it's not just that you went through all of this for you but then now you're helping other people or having other people relate to you and know that they're not in whatever situation alone so yes that is something and and the the book is available um on audible um for people like me that are lazy and don't actually want to read words obviously (laughs) obviously it's on um uh Amazon, um, but people could also, if anybody wants to read, this is where I was going with it. I was like, I was going somewhere with this. Where were you going with it, old man? If people want to reach out to me, um, they could do that uh, from through my website, tabpierce.com, um, and they can, get, they can get the book there as well. But um, if anybody wants to just reach out, uh, there's a, um, a form there, and that goes directly to me. So please feel free to do that. I'd love to help. Awesome sauce. I will have all that information in the episode description. So you guys just check that out and get all that information there. So thank you so much, Tab. This has been very enlightening and it was a very interesting chat. I just hearing you speak and I wrote somewhat like I have a full page of little things that I scribbled down just talking to you so thank you so much for doing this with me thank, thank you very much I thoroughly enjoyed this awesome thank you thank you so if you guys feel like Tab's book is going to be something that will help you with your business or just life in general Um, this is not just about picking your business back up. It's about picking your life back up. Um, Many times we are faced with situations where we're down and at our lowest. So this is something that you guys can check out. Like I said, I'll have the information in the description of this episode. This has been fun. Um, As you guys know, now you can send me a voice message from the website. Just once you're on www.misspeacespeakspod.com, you'll see a little microphone thing at the bottom. Just hit it and then send me a message. You don't have to put your information in there. It's only if you don't put your information, I can't reply you. But if you want to reply from me, yes, just put your information and I will reply you. Thank you guys so much for listening. As usual, be loyal to the version of me that you know. And do not judge me by my podcast. Bye-bye.